0: Good evening, everyone. I don't think it's working. Good evening. It's my pleasure to be here. The topic this evening is is the Hebrew language as an ideal model for... uh, organizing information which experts might be able to use uh, productively in computer science, which is not exactly my field. so I just say that uh, that my innate uh, sense heart tells me that this definitely could be used very, very uh, productively in computer science the topic that we'll discuss this evening. So let's begin with uh, some very basic uh, mathematics. The Hebrew language has 22 letters. The reason for the number 22 is not the topic this evening, but there are many, many uh, mathematical and logical reasons why there are 10 numbers or ten Sfirot in Kabbalah the terminology is ten emanations channels through which uh, the creator of the universe creates the universe continuously and because there are ten Svirot for many reasons that's why there have to be 22 not 20 but exactly 22 letters to the Hebrew alphabet that the ten represent lights Whereas the twenty two represent vessels. But you have to have lights and vessels. Lights and vessels are like soul and body. So the basis the basic we'll call it the code of the lights are based upon the number ten, which is the decimal system that used the universally. We'll give one simple reason or justification, most most often, we uh, were taught here in the, in the university, any uh, secular educational system, that the number ten is just chosen uh, arbitrarily. But uh, obviously, according to Kabbalah, the number ten is not arbitrary. There must be some even logical reasons that we can try to fathom, to a certain extent, what's uh, what's unique about ten and why that was chosen to be the basis of the of our number system. And the same is true of the number twenty-two for the letters. And there's a definite relationship between these two numbers: the number of the the spiritual facets or the lights, the ten, and the vessels, or like the limbs of the body, that hold and through which the lights become manifest to the outside world, to outside reality. All right, So once more, we begin with the axiom that there are these 22 letters, the basis of the vessels of reality. Now, in order to produce meaningful words, that's what we're trying to understand this evening, is just a little bit about organizing meaning. Taking the premise, the assumption that the Hebrew language, the way that it's organized is the most ideal way to organize meaning. Because of the construction of the language itself. And since all modern computer science or other information theory is based upon language, so there is no better, more ideal language to use than the Hebrew language. The prophets have already told us that in the future, in the, in the era that we're all waiting for of peace on earth, so all peoples will speak a common language. Safra clear as we'll explain, the term that the Prophet uses, a clear language. Meaning that all language that is now spoken, obviously language is both spoken, language is thought, or taught in Kabbalah, that even actions are based on language. Even the way you move your hands and the other limbs of the body, it's all language. Everything that a person does is language. So in the future, we will all be speaking and thinking and doing, acting out a clear, rectified language. All of the peoples on earth. And uh, clearly, we believe that this language is the, is the Hebrew language. Which in, in the Torah and Kabbalah is the language of creation. So the letters are 22 but a letter by itself is not yet a meaningful unit meaningful units of language begin with a two letter pair the beauty of the Hebrew language is that all of the roots of the verbs and the nouns of the language means every meaningful unit is first a two letter sub and then a three letter root Obviously the English language or most all other languages that we are familiar with are not constructed in this most most logical manner. So there are two letter subroots. The two letter subroots in the terminology of Kabbalah are called gates. Every sub root is a gate to understanding, to meaning. The three letter roots are called Shorashim roots, literally the word root. So, there are actually three concepts. One is a letter. A letter is pre-meaning. Like pre-conscious, pre-meaning. But obviously everything is based upon the combination, the permutations of letters. So, you have the 22 units of pre-meaning. And then the beginning of meaning, of conscious meaning, is the two, are the two-letter gates of which there are 231, that will now explain simply how we arrive at this number, 231. And then, the three-letter roots, the possibilities, all of the possibilities of three different letter combinations, that each one of these three letter combinations has six possible permutations. The number is 1,540. We know that the Torah, especially Kabbalah, but even in the Tamud, we find very, very often that the sages interpret meaning based upon the numerical value of words. That letters and words and sentences have one of the dimensions is the numerical value. In one quotation from the Zohar, which is the classic text of Kabbalah, divides the study, the discipline of Torah study into seven different disciplines, one of which is just studying the entire Torah numerically, gematria. One of the most important words in the Torah is Yisrael, Israel. The name of our people, of the Jewish people, Israel. The name of our land, the land of Israel. The Torah itself is called Torah Yisrael, the Torah of Israel. Even God Himself is called Hashem Elokei Yisrael, the God of Israel. All right, so this is a very, very important word, Yisrael. And we're taught that, as here is written on the board, that the word Yisrael itself alludes to both the numbers, the number of the gates of two-letter combinations of words, as well as the number of roots, of basic roots, which are three-letter combinations. How many two-letter combinations? Once more, two-letter combinations means two different letters. And each combination has two, just like a gate. you can. Why are they? One of the reasons that are even called gates is if you have a gate, a gateway, you can enter the gate from two directions. So if one pillar of the gate is Aleph and the other pillar is Bet, the second letter, if you enter from the front way through the gate, so the the permutation that you see is Aleph-Bet. Whereas if you enter the reverse way, the permutation that you see is the reverse permutation, which is Bet-Aleph. But it's the same gate. It's just a question of what way you're going through the gate. So how many different gates are there of two different letters? Twenty-two times twenty-one, because one of the letters is one of the twenty-two, and then there are another twenty-one. So the simple uh, equation is twenty-two times twenty-one, but once more you can enter in one of two ways, so it's over two. Or mathematically, it's over one times two, or two factorial more, So it's 22 times 21 over 2 factorial, which is 1 times 2. How many three different letter roots, possible roots are there? So the, the formula is exactly the same idea. It's 22, then you have 21 left over, and after, you, after you've taken one of the 21, you have another 20 left over. So it's 22 times 21 times 20, over three factorial because three factorial is the number of permu- possible permutations so three factorial is one times two times three so if you make that simple calculation 22 times 21 times 20 over six so you arrive at the number 1540 now both of these numbers are present within the word Yisrael, Israel Israel that Kabbalah says that one of the readings of the word Yisrael is Yesh Rila Yesh means there are there are and Rila is simply the numerical way of writing the number 231 meaning that Yisrael reads Yesh Rila there, there are 231 different gates to the Hebrew language which is the language of creation But, another way of interpreting the word Yisrael numerically is to treat the Aleph in the word, the Aleph that's here underlined twice on the board, in the name Israel, Yisrael, it either equals one or it can also equal one thousand because the word Aleph, Aleph, in Hebrew, means one thousand. So if Aleph is taken to equal one thousand, then the word Israel equals one thousand five hundred and forty exactly, which is the number of of three-letter combinations of roots. So once more, we have a very simple, straightforward uh, interpretation of Israel's, both alluding to two hundred and thirty-one gates and one thousand five hundred and forty roots. What is also here written on the board is uh, signs, symbols which maybe are not uh, familiar to everyone. The triangle symbol by itself, like we have here written that 231 is the triangle of 21. What does that mean, the triangle of 21? It means that it's the sum of all numbers from 1 to 21. This is a mathematical, a simple mathematical concept. It's called a triangular number, just like there are square numbers. 21 squared is emet, truth, 441, 21 squared. 21 equals one of God's names. I shall be, ekyeh. But the sum of all numbers from one to a number, what is the formula for a triangle? The triangle, the triangle of n is n times n plus one over two. If you want to know what is the sum of all numbers from one to n. So the the formula for that is once more, say thirteen. What is the sum of all it's also very important to number in Kabbalah, the sum of all numbers from one to thirteen. One plus two plus three. So how do you calculate that? is 13 times 14 over 2. N times N plus 1 over 2. 13 times 14 over 2 is 91. Amen. A very important secret in Kabbalah. Alright, so that's called a triangular number. The triangle of 21 is obviously 21 times 22 over 2, which is exactly the number of gates for the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. So the same number which is the number of gates of 22 is identical to the triangle of 21. What about the other number? The other number is is more of a chidush, more uh, of an innovation that it also equals a triangle because it needn't necessarily at all be equal to a triangle. 1,540 is the sum, if you will make a simple calculation, it's a triangle of 55. Meaning that it equals 55 times 56 over 2. Or, said otherwise, 55 times 28. If the number N that we're trying to calculate the triangle of is an odd number, then the formula for a triangle is N times its middle point an odd number has a middle point to it a middle number so the middle number of 55 is 28 28 times 55 is the triangle of 55 before we we asked what is the triangle of 13 it's 13 times 7 or the triangle of 21 is 21 times 11 it's middle point all right so we have this uh, phenomenon that uh, that that 1540 is the tri- is it also a triangular number which is a relatively rare phenomenon but not only that the a more a more important phenomenon that it's a tetrahedron as well a triangle in three dimensions which means a summation of triangles. Once more, the sign that we have a triangle with the number three means that we're talking about this is just a sign that we've invented, which is called, the the concept is a concept, a well-known concept in, in mathematics, a tetrahedron. What is a tetrahedron? A tetrahedron is a summation of triangles we said before that uh, that there are many numerical reasons why the number 10 is chosen by God to be the number of uh, of Sfirot the number that the that all of our numerical system is based upon one of the reasons is is that the number 10 is the first non-arbitrary number after one which is obvious that it is both a triangle and a tetrahedron. I mean it's, it's both a summation of numbers and it's also a, a summation of summations. Let's just see it for the number ten, to understand what it means to be both a triangle and a summation of triangles simultaneously. What's important about ten? Ten is one times two, one plus two plus three plus four. In the terminology of the Zohar, it's called shir Pashut, shir kaful, shir meshulah, shem ruba. It's called four levels of song: the simple song, the double song, the triple song, the quadruple song. When you have all these uh, musically, there's different meanings what it means, what the literal meaning is. But there are four different levels of musical levels of song called the simple song, the double song, the triple song, the quadruple song. One plus two plus three plus four equals ten. But at the same time, what is the triangle of one? One. What is the triangle of two? Three. Because one plus two equals three. What is the triangle of three, six? One plus two plus three equals six. What is the summation of the first three triangles? One plus three plus six. Also ten. So once for that, a triangle is it, let's try to just draw it to make, make it clear. This is a very simple but important concept. A triangle is simply one, two, three, four. That's the triangle of four is ten. A tetrahedron is one. It's already a three-dimensional form. It's one, which is the triangle of one. It's like a point at the top. And then three underneath. Another plane of three, which is one, two, three, which is also a triangle. And then another plane of six, which is one, two, three. Four, five, six. So it's one over three over six. Three dimensional. So one of the unique things about ten is that ten is the first number after one, which is simultaneously a triangle and a tetrahedron. What is the next number after ten that possesses that phenomenon? of being both a triangle and a tetrahedron, 120. B is 120. When you live 120 years, then you turn into both a triangle and a tetrahedron at the same time. And then you have it made. There's even something more unique about the number 120, that it's also, it has a third property to it, which is totally unique. That no other number in the world has these three properties simultaneously except for one. It's also a factorial. 120 is 5 factorial. It's 1 times 2 times 3 times 4 times 5. So 120 has something totally unique about it. It's the triangle of 15. It's the sum of all numbers 1 to 15 means that it's 15 times 16 over 2. At the same time, it's the summation of triangles from 1 to 8. The triangle of 8 is 36. Meaning that 120 is 1 plus 3 plus 6 plus 10 plus 15 plus 21 plus 28 plus 36. The first 8 triangles together equal one hundred and twenty. And then, we said that there's even a third property, about 120, that it's 5 factorial. Now, the next number that possesses this unique property of being both a two-dimensional triangle and a three-dimensional triangle, tetrahedron is just a three-dimensional triangle, is the number of roots in the Hebrew language, which is 1540. Since... I will say another observation that isn't written here on the board. Since 1,540 is the tetrahedron of 20, it's the first one is the summation of the first 20 triangles, together with being the triangle of the number 55. So it means that if I add to that number 1,540 the previous number of gates, which is 231, which itself is the triangle of 21, so now I have just continued, lifted up, or added on another plane to the tetrahedron, and produced the tetrahedron of 21. Okay, so... So now we've just given a very, very simple introduction to the the basic numerology that has to do with the number of letters and then gates of two letters and finally of roots of three letters. Whoever knows a little bit of Hebrew, so there, there are words which are also representative just to complete this this uh, thought there are three simple words which are representative of this phenomenon of being simultaneously a two-dimensional triangle as well as a three-dimensional triangle for the number 10 the word is God one of the 12 tribes of Israel is God actually the tribe God was born seventh seventh was the seventh tribe to be born to Jacob, to Yaakov Avinu. And this is one simple uh, numerological phenomenon that his name equals seven, Gimel In our context, the Gimel of God means that, it's like an equation, that the tetrahedron of three equals the triangle of four. The word which is a, which alludes to this, to the identical phenomenon vis-a-vis 120 is the word Chaya. Chaya means, Chaya is the name that Eve, the first woman, would have had had she not sinned. Because of the sin, her name is Chava instead of Chaya. But the Torah says that originally her name was Chaya. And when the sin is rectified, her name will once more become Chaya. Chaya means a living being. Chaya is one of the names of the angels in the vision of the chariot of Yechezka, of Ezekiel. The angels are called Chayat HaKodesh, Chaya. And in Kabbalah, the most important meaning of Chaya is one of the five levels of the soul. It's the second highest of the five levels of the soul, the Chaya. So what is Chaya? Chaya is Chet, Yud, and Hey. So once more in our context, Chaya is an equation that says that 8, the tetrahedron of 8 equals the triangle of 15. The word for the number of roots in the Hebrew language, which is 1540, is the word Kohen. The number is the geomatria of Yisrael so here there's a very very close relationship between Yisrael and Kohen what is Kohen here Kohen is, is written Kaf, Heinun Kaf is 20 and Heinun is 55 so once more, the identical way this is saying that the tetrahedron of 20 equals the triangle of 55 so I have these three words that indicate or that allude to this phenomenon of a a triangle being at the same time a tetrahedron whoever is interested will try to figure out when will be the next time, the next number which is both a triangle a two dimensional triangle and simultaneously a three dimensional triangle Just let us say that the most basic geometric form in the world is a triangle. More basic than a square. A square is two triangles. But geometric form begins with a triangle. This also appears throughout nature. In Christology, for instance, and in many other disciplines in the natural sciences, the most basic Form is a triangular form. So numerically, that means the summation of numbers from 1 to n. And three dimensionally, it's the summation of those summations, which is called a tetrahedron. Okay, so now after all of this uh, introduction, in the handout, what? Not in this way. This is the most simple direct way. These are the three words. God, Chaya, Kohen. Let's look now at at this first page. Page number one. The first classic text of Kabbalah is called Sefer Yitzhirah, the Book of Formation. Attributed to the first, the very first Jew, our first patriarch, Abraham, Abraham Avino. It's a very, very short text, and it basically just deals with the ten, the ten and the twenty-two. It begins with the fact that there are thirty-two pathways through which God created and recreates every moment the universe. And those 32 pathways of wisdom divide in first of all into two general categories of 10 and 22. And then the 22 continue to divide into three groups of three letters, three mother letters and seven double letters and twelve simple letters and so forth. And then there are meanings in creation, in all the three general dimensions of reality which are called time, space and soul how the ten sirot and how the twenty-two letters manifest themselves in the creative process, that's the whole text of Sefer Yitzhira Now Sefer Yitzhira is the original source for the concept of 231 gates of the Hebrew language which as we said before is the beginning of meaningful units of language and therefore we would like and Sefer Yitzirah itself presents to us and we ourselves logically would like to be able to order these 231 gates of language which is the origin of meaning into a most logical system. And that's exactly what Sefer Yitzhak does. What we have here is the, this most logical way of organizing and describing as a, an array, a square array, the 231 gates of the Hebrew language. And each unit is once for one of the 231 basic units of meaning. And therefore if we could really understand what this is all about, what we believe very, very strongly, as we said in the beginning, that this could and should be the ideal way, even scientifically, to organize meaning, to organize information. So we said that there is a relationship between the ten and the twenty-two. A most important algorithm, which appears in Kabbalan, the Torah, and even appears in science, in Christology, a science that we mentioned before, is the formula of expanse, it's this very simple algorithm of 2n plus 2. 2n plus 2 is the same as 2 times n plus 1, in parentheses. If I begin with the number 1, and apply this simple algorithm to the number 1, so what number is produced by 2n plus 2? The number 4. If I then continue, as is done, to continue to apply the algorithm of 2n plus 2 to the number 4, so what happens? 10. If I continue to apply 2n plus 2 to the number 10, so what happens? 22. What's the next number? 46, right. So now these first four numbers have a very, very (laughs) These numbers are a very, very basic system of, uh, of progression, of development. Ten and twenty-two we just spoke of. These, the ten and the twenty-two are the relationship between the ten lights and the twenty-two vessels. The, the ten soul elements and the twenty-two bod- relatively body elements of creation. But even before soul and body or lights and vessels, the number four, not only is the four the triangular root of the ten that we mentioned just a moment ago, the ten itself is the simple, double, triple, quadruple song. But four is a number which is the basic model of reality of creation before ten what is it? It's the four letter name, the tetragrammaton that even before there are ten lights there is God's unique and essential name, which is even called what is, the, what is this word in English, tetragrammaton why is it called tetragrammaton? It means it means the four-letter name. Again, it's not a, it's not a foreign invention that somebody in English or some other uh, culture decided to call it the tetragrammaton. It's because the sages themselves refer to this name as Shem Ben Arba. That's the Talmudic idiom for God's essential name. The four-letter name means there's something special about four letters otherwise they wouldn't call it the four-letter name. So four actually comes before the ten. But Hashem Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad obviously one comes before everything. All this begins with with God being essentially and absolutely One. So the very fact that you have this, the identical algorithm that gives four from, from one, and then gives ten from four, and then gives twenty-two from ten, this itself is, it's it's like, it's a chazoko. When you have a phenomenon that repeats itself three times called a chazoko, I've seen that this, this algorithm is very, very uh, essential and important. So once we're to understand physica- this algorithm is is a, is a physical phenomenon. This 2n plus 2. Let's give one very, very simple geometric uh, explanation of 2n plus 2. Let's say I have a strip an area of of uh, of n of n times 1, n over 1 a strip that's, whose width is 1 and whose length is n so what is the parameter of that strip because the area is, is n because so it's n times 1. But the parameter is 2n plus 2. Alright, so that's a simple... There are other more sophisticated ways of understanding the relation between n and n and 2n plus 2. But that's a very, very simple way of picturing the relationship. In any event, we have here this relation between 10 and 22. As we said, that this array that we have in front of us of arranging the, the the 231 gates is the one unique way of logically arranging the gates. And to explain this uh, mathematically is too, too much for this uh, session right now, why this is the one the one and only model of arranging the 231 gates in in a logical fashion. It's based upon a square of 11 by 11. But the 11, one of the 11s is... Has two, each one of the eleven has two facets to it. It has an inner dimension and an outer dimension to it. Which here is called A and B. Meaning that actually it's eleven times twenty-two. We said a moment ago that two n plus two is the same as two times n plus one. Which actually in our context is more important even to write it two times n plus one why? Because n plus one explains why sometimes instead of ten spherot there are eleven spherot. What more are either the numbers from 1 to 10, or Spirot means the channels, the lights of creation, the divine lights by which God creates the world, which also are the attributes of our own souls. Because every human being is created in the image of God, and that image has all of these divine properties to it, all of these lights to it. We said before that the ten divide into t- four categories of the simple song. Now we'll speak a little bit Kabbalah in order to understand this. Turn from mathematics to, to Kabbalah and Hasidut. In the soul or in the spirit, the simple song is called the superconscious crown. Which in itself possesses superconscious faith and pleasure and will to it. These terms are written here in the legend. If you look at the last line of the legend. The double song are the two basic intellectual faculties which are wisdom and understanding. Which in the terminology of Kabbalah and Chasidut are called the father and mother Symbols or figures, respectively. Then come the triple song. The triple song are three emotive powers of the soul, which are loving kindness and awe and compassion. The quadruple song are the four emotions which come to the fore and manifest themselves in action. When a person is about or presently acting something out. Those are called victory and thanksgiving and foundation, which is verification, it's called. Verity, truth, and finally a sense of lowliness, which is malchut. When something has been accomplished, the person is immediately supposed to enter into a state of not feeling just self-satisfied and egocentric, but that whatever has been accomplished and whatever successes God has given me is all from above. It's not in my own merit at all. Those are the four active spherot. So once more, there are one and two, there's one superconscious light then there are two intellectual lights, three purely emotive lights and four active lights. One, two, three, four equals 10. So where do we arrive at 11? The superconscious crown reflects itself in consciousness. When the superconscious reflects itself in consciousness, that is called dot which is sometimes considered to be a third intellectual faculty, but in truth is a bridge between the intellect and the heart and the emotion. Now to be a bridge means itself that it's coming from a source which is above both, because in order to bridge or to connect two different levels of reality, the source has to be has to transcend both of the extremes that are being connected. So, when that reflection of the simple song, the conscious reflection of the simple song is included, together with the 10, it now becomes 11. Meaning that in our algorithm of 2 times n plus 1, N plus one implies that one, that added one, is that one of the powers is appearing twice. Just at two different levels. At the level of the superconscious, which is called the crown, the simple song, and in consciousness itself, which is called dot knowledge, or the power of unification in the soul. is it's really not a intellectual power or faculty in its own right. It's the power to concentrate one's mind in order to arouse emotion in one's heart. So once more it's a bridge between intellect and emotion. So now we have eleven. But the eleven are either simply eleven, or the eleven themselves. Now, each one of the eleven possesses an inner and outer dimension to it. So this is exactly two times n plus one. Because from n, we have now understood how we arrive at n plus one from n. And then, two times n plus one is simply that each of these n plus one has two dimensions to it itself. Right, so now what we have is eleven over twenty-two. But eleven over twenty-two equals two forty-two doesn't equal two thirty-one. Eleven times twenty two is two hundred and forty two. Meaning that we have eleven doubles. Now to understand what all that we're gonna explain now it's here it's very shortly written up here on the second page so since i'm not 100% sure how many people here want to hear it in detail so i'll just say that, that read this page and uh and you'll get some understanding of how this chart is organized, because to do this uh, properly would take us a lot of time. And I, once more, I'm not sure how many people here are, have the patience for <laughs> for all the time that it would take us to explain exactly this chart. Just let us say one thing: that the the doubles, which is a very good reason for there being 11 doubles here, which is 231 plus 11, are are emphasized in bold letters as a diagonal down the array, down the inner dimensions of the eleven. Just the basic idea. I've written here the Aleph Pet, the twenty two letters in a line on the board. There are different systems, which are called transformation systems of letters, in, that are used. Once were not just in Kabbalistic texts, but even in the Talmud, these words appear, and even in the Bible, these systems are used. The most important system, which is we find it explicit in the Bible itself, is called Atbash. sometimes when the Bible is talking about Babylonia, that Babylonia is Bavel in Hebrew, Bet Bet Lamed. So, either the fact that the prophet maybe doesn't like this word, or for some other reason, the prophet obviously was receiving his prophecy from from on high. The prophet himself writes the word Bavel using a simple letter transformation system, which is called Atbash. Atbash is the reflective system of letters. It means transforming the first letter into the last letter, the second first letter into the second last letter, and so forth and so on. Since there are an even number of letters... the Hebrew alphabet can be split into two equal halves. Once more, based upon the algorithm of two times n plus one, which is two n plus, plus two. Meaning that there are eleven letters from Aleph to and there are eleven letters from nama to taf. So, there are two most simple logical ways of pairing letters. Now, pairing letters automatically produces a manner of transformation of words. Pairing letters means that you're going to have 11 pairs, which once more is 2 times N plus 1. You're going to have 11 pairs. The two most logical ways is either the reflective way, which is taking the first letter, the olive, And transforming the Aleph into the Taf, and then the Bet into the Shin, and the Gimel into the Rash and so forth. The other way, we- and then what happens at the end? The, the two middle letters also combine or transform one into the other, the Kaf and the Lamet. That's called Atbash. Because atbash is simply the first two pairs, that the aleph goes together with the taf, and the bet goes together with the shin atbash. The other logical way is since the letters can be split into two equal halves, so I can parallel the two halves one to the other, and link or join the letter aleph to the letter lamed, and then the letter bet to the letter mem. That's called album. In Kabbalah, the album transformation, which is called the straight, because it's taking the two halves and writing them parallel to one another. It's called a straight process of transformation. Whereas the atbash is called the reflective process of transformation. In the later Kabbalistic texts, like the Arizal, so the most important of aleph is al-bam. The first two pairs, al-bam, themselves equal Chochma wisdom, of which the Torah says, Kulam bechokhmah asita, that God created the world with wisdom. In the Bible, albam does not appear explicitly. There's no simple word in the Bible that the prophet chose intentionally to write it in the, trans- in the albam transformation system. But Atpash, as we said several times in several different words, appears. The most simple and important one is this word bavel that is written sheishach. Why? Because shin is bet in atbash. So instead of bet, bet, at shin, shin. And lamed in atbash is chaf. So bavel becomes sheishach. Kasadim becomes lev kamai. And so forth. It's important the prophets use the system in talking about nations. Apparently, this is the system to use in the UN, the Atbash system. <laughs> but uh, maybe for in Israel, the Albaum system is preferable to be used. In any event, these are the two basic systems. Now, the whole chart that we have is an Atbash-like array. It's just that the doubles, the diagonal line which is emphasized here, the 11 doubles, because as we said before, 22 times 11 is 242, instead of, instead of 231, the identical doubles along the diagonal line here is actually Al-Bam. We've seen a most beautiful way that Al-Bam here is, is, uh, is connected like a thread a golden thread that's woven into the array of the 231 but all of the, the logic of all of the 11 alphabets or 22 alphabets are the Atbash logic what is the Atbash logic? that the very final one at the bottom the last one of all is Atbash itself In this chart, you'll see that the last of the 22 alphabets is Atbash. It's called the external level of Malchut, of kingdom. Let's look here for a moment... if you count exactly 11 alphabets. Each line here is an alphabet. These are called the 22 alphabets of Avraham Avinu. The terminology in Kabbalah. If you count down to the 11th, you'll see that it begins with the two letters, Ach. It's 6A. If you look at 6A, so it begins, Ach. What is that? Ach. This alphabet means that I I cut, I split the 22 letters in the same place in the middle, in the exact middle of the 22. But instead of pairing the letters, the Aleph to the Lamed, which was albam that we mentioned before. So I relate to each one of the 11 on each side as as a whole unit by itself and I applied the reflective process to each side I mean first I put the Aleph together with the Chaf and then the Bet together with the Yud the Bet with the Yud and then the Gimel to the Tet, and the Dal to the Chet, and the He to the Zion, and then I have the Vav left over, because it's an odd number of letters on each side. Then I apply, do the same thing, to the other side of the Aleph pet, and I see that the Pe is left over. So those two letters that are left over, now become the two letters Vav Pe, that you'll see in this line of 6A. The Vav Pe are the emphasized letters in the middle. Now, how many possible splits are there? How many places can I split the olive bit? I can split it in 22 different ways. Including the split that you don't see at all, that that's just the atbash itself, the invisible split. Splitting it before it begins or after it ends. What's more, the alphabet can be split. Can we'll call it visibly split into twenty-one different splits, and then there's one more invisible split, which is just the whole alphabet itself, which is atbash. If I split the alphabet in any particular place, then I can apply the reflective transformation system on each of the two sides. If the split is two odd numbers, then I'll have one left over in the middle of each side. Those will be the extra eleven down the diagonal. If the split is two even numbers, then I won't have anything left over. It will be all covered. Now the right side goes down the Sfirot. I'm not saying it very, very short. The pairs that are produced from the reflective unions of the right side go down, say from Keter down, whereas the pairs that are produced from the pairing of the left side of each of these alphabets goes up from Makut up. Right, so this as I said before is the logic of this system and this is the one most perfect logical way of organizing The 231 Shaarim into a logical array. What do I gain from this from this whole uh, exercise? What is it good for? (laughs) So now, what what it's about? This is now the uh, the taklis of our uh, of our word this evening this is now good for arriving at the kernel, the most kernel understanding of these units of meaning. Once more, if I want to apply this to information theory or to some other way of even creating a perfect lexicon of etymology of the Hebrew language and then go on to apply this to maybe other languages because we're taught in, in Kabbalah for instance Abu Lafia, one of the great medieval Kabbalists says that even all of the 70 languages of, of, the, of all of the nations on earth all derive in some mysterious way or some clearer way or more unclear way from the Hebrew language so if I want to try to understand all language based upon kernel ideas so now this is intended to give me the real insight into those kernel ideas of all meaning in all language. So now what we're going to do also very much in short is to look at this page, the third page.